What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the It's Game Time podcast. This is episode number 34, and we are back on Zoom. As always, I'm with my co-host, Eric. Eric, how you doing today? I'm doing good. We're here. 33, the Walter... 34, sorry. The Walter Payton episode. Last week was the 33 Alonzo Morning episode. But I'm doing good. Uh, I'm in the holiday spirit. I, I mean, my grandparents get come in today while we're recording. Recording this on a Thursday morning. Right. So we're we're pretty much right on... Right on top of top of it this time, yeah. Get, get gonna go right into the editing booth right after this. Nice, <laughs> no, that's what I, that's what I like to hear. I'm gonna definitely uh, take my time to edit my portion because uh, I don't I don't have as many obligations as you, I guess, today. But uh, yeah, um, it's uh, obviously we're on Zoom, so we're we're you know we're not in person for for the near future. But um, we are both on break, and uh, I think we are both enjoying our, our time off, and uh, we're, we're excited that we're able to continue the podcast, though. Yes, I, I have just been relaxing since getting Same. here yeah. until I'll probably pick stuff back up when I go back down to Tampa next week. But for now, I'm just relaxing, acting all cool, chillaxing right after school. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... I would like I'm interested in seeing what happened with the Instagram picks. Yeah, so it's it's getting pretty interesting every week cuz it's 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 sort of there's a similar theme that it's the same like couple people near the top and this past week was actually very interesting cuz obviously at the end of all of our Instagram polls we have a tiebreaker question based off of how many points you think a specific Monday night football team is going to score. But this week was different because the two top finishers also had the same tiebreaker score. And obviously I didn't I didn't plan for for that to ever happen. So I, I never came up with a, a second tiebreaker question. But going forward, I'll I'll definitely think of something so we don't run into that issue again. But the two winners for this for this week for the Instagram polls are Jaden Hoffman, who has won for a, a record fourth time. Oh my and myself. God. Myself it's- too, by the way. Second time. Let's focus on Jaden. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, Jaden. Jaden's been. <laughs> I I wonder if he's gone to Vegas because he's 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 been getting really really good with these picks. So um, it's. Do you know how many he got wrong this week? He got four wrong. Oh my god! Out of fourteen, correct? Yeah, and by the way, you you also got four wrong. You just you were you missed on the tiebreaker. It was it was me and oh. him that had the same tiebreaker score of twenty three points. I forgot what I put. I feel like I put someone in the twenties. You put twenty-seven. Oh my gosh! I was four points off. Yeah. Oh my, that is brutal. I would but, have won the for the first week. But what, what's funny is it's it's a it was a five-way tie for first, but it just came down to Jaden and I because we had the the closer tiebreaker. Oh so. my god! Oh, that that's. Yeah. So. You you don't have your picture yet on posted on one of our script stories yet about winning the uh, pick'em challenge, but well, hopefully a, uh, I'm a little nervous about what type of picture would be posted of me. <laughs> I I, don't know. I would have to go digging for the for a picture of you. I, I yeah, and I and, and I would be worried about that. <laughs> but wow, yeah. man, uh, Jaden, you definitely you you need to just go to Vegas. I feel like God, I I'm gonna start running out of built bars because all of them are just gonna be going to him. Like, might I might as well just my, send him a package. I, I might as well. <laughs> yeah, I I owe him because I haven't seen him since he's he's won three other yeah three other times since um I last gave him that first built bar. So I owe him three, and then I owe myself one. So oh my gosh, I mean that's four times. Oh. Gosh, I, we need to break that streak now. We gotta. Someone has to compete yeah. with them. I mean, we're still. I, we, as always, we appreciate all the participation every week. Um, you know, we, we we had some you know new faces join join the Instagram polls this week, and we have a lot of you know same faces each and every week. So we really appreciate the engagement and uh, keep uh, keep voting because we, oh, we love we love to see who everyone thinks is gonna win. Speaking of engagement. Our uh, our boy Tommy that was on last week, he's been very engaged in on Twitter. Yes, and TikTok. He's been TikTok. he's been very active, very active. Yeah, he's been 
he's been firing away you know a b- bunch of lists on like you know power rankings and top second year third year players he's been he's been trying to trying to make a name for himself and you know while we while we probably disagree with a lot of his takes i mean he has some he has some good points obviously he's been he's been riding high ever since that that big colts win against in the pats last saturday so oh uh, yeah very very big very like Putting it down on the table, making your claim to be a top competitor in the AFC with the Colts. Um, but I would argue for the Pats, even bigger game this week. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, Bill, the Bills want Bills want revenge badly. Let's I mean, it's not another 45-mile-an-hour uh, 45 wins. I like to see a Belichick <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I, I just think that the Patriots are too smart of a team to, like, they they know they know what exactly what they're going to be expecting from the Bills. I mean, obviously they they did not look great against the Colts, but I don't think they'll have two back to back poorly executed game plans. Um, Tom was actually very close that they were going to win by two touchdowns. They won by ten. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I I I don't think the Patriots are now going to come out of the AFC. I don't know it, where where you stand on that, but it's it'll be interesting to see. Yes. Yeah. Now to I, I we need to figure out I need to hear how my strategy worked this past week with our picks against the spread. So I I, I let's see if I'm still floating above yeah. 500. So first I'll, I'll let everyone know what Tommy's record was because obviously he was the first guest to participate in the um the pick'em challenge. Uh, he finished with a record of ten and six. Wow. Yeah, so very, very strong showing. Obviously, he expected to go fourteen and two, like he he said he was going to go on the podcast, but obviously that didn't happen. But a very, very respectable performance from his his first time picking games. Absolutely. All right, what was yours? What was yours? Okay, we'll go to mine. Uh, Save so the best for I, last. I also, I also, <laughs> I also finished with a record of ten and six. Oh man, tying Tommy. Um, pretty pretty good showing for me. I think Eric could kind of figure out where where his record is probably oh, boy. around, but uh. <laughs> Oh, tough competition. So, uh, yeah, Eric, you finished with a record of six and ten. Ah, uh, well, you know what? Where, what, what, what's my uh, overall record? We, I, we have two records that we're keeping yeah. track of. What's the so, overall record? So the overall record, you sit at eighty-six and one hundred and seventeen. Um, I'm, I'm inching closer. Inching closer. Almost I'm, thirty I'm games 104, back. <laughs> I'm one and four. I'm one and four and one one. Okay. Okay. So. I'm I'm cracking yeah. that thirty mark. Um, I mean, it's week. We're going into week sixteen. You want to just crown me the champion already, or what's now? What's let's hear about when I implemented the new strategy. I we, I need to know that record. Well, I'm ahead of you too. I by oh, by game by a game. I I'm thirty seven and thirty eight. You are thirty six and thirty nine. Oh okay. Last week really was a doozy, man. Yeah, really so you, you were ahead of me going into going into last week. Based uh, off the new strategy. But. All right. Here, new strategy still sticking with it. All right. Maybe, maybe next season. I'll split I mean, think it, about it. Like it the week half. prior, uh, the week prior to starting that new strategy, you went two and 10. You haven't had a, a, as bad as a week as that, that week back in week 10. So I you, mean, this is my worst week with this strategy. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. you know, you I mean, you are, you are on a downward trend. Like, you know, my, I was not, saying once I'm you, not. you're, you're at the top, you're I'm, just going to start falling. So. I'm not. Don't 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 worry. I um, I I hit my I hit bottom. Now I'm back up. All right. After All right. this week, I'm telling you. But um, before we get to this week's picks, uh, I want to talk about the fantasy playoffs. Yes. Yeah, I'll give I'll give everyone a little rundown of uh where where we stand right now as we move into the second round of the It's Game Time Fantasy Football League. Um, so in the matchup between Connor Malloy and the real slim Brady, Austin Geller, it was a extremely close game. Um, but Connor, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a half a point. Yeah. Almost a half a point difference. Connor edged out uh, Austin in this matchup. So now Connor goes on to face Eric in the one five matchup, but over on the other side of the bracket, we had our first upset. I guess you consider Connor an upset too, but this was even a bigger upset. Um, big Truz, Connor P pulled off the upset against Tommy. Um, I mean, he had some big performances from Mark Andrews, Christian Kirk, Jeff Wilson, Thomas team just did not show up. Um, so now 
that Connor was a P. big that was a big like I just the that was a trend uh, in, across the entire fantasy landscape. Yes. It was yes. a huge down week. I mean, my my other week I got completely screwed over. I mean, yeah. I, I had an awful performance uh, last week. But even in this in this league, though, uh, Lindsey only scored ninety three points. And reminder, this is a double flex league. League. Yeah, it was very loose for a week. Not not ideal for teams that are look really great on paper that just did not not perform when when we needed them most. Obviously, it's very unfortunate, but. Connor P, he's walking into the second round a little bit hobbled because uh, he's going to be missing two key guys now with Chris Godwin out now out for the year and Leonard Fournette most likely not being able to play. So he will definitely have his hands filled uh, going up against Lindsay in the semifinals along with Connor and Eric facing off on the other side of the bracket to find out who will be in the championship next week. Yeah, for uh, I'm what I'm just worried about is that Eckler's out with COVID right now. He still has a chance to play this week. Tyreek Hill is out with COVID at the moment. Yeah. So it's just – I mean, I, I have uh, St. Brown. He's yes. been showing up these past few weeks. I'd probably start him. And then if I had to also start another receiver, maybe Jarvis Landry or Devontae Parker. Um, but I also just picked up this morning in the league Justin Jackson. Mm-hmm. So if Eckler goes out – I mean, watching – Watching the uh, ch- uh, the Chiefs Chargers game, they were definitely they were strongly doing running back by committee. Yeah, they were doing it to the point where they were letting Justin Jackson and um who's the third de- who who's uh, the- Joshua Kelly. Yeah, they were splitting reps when they were in the red zone. Yeah, like five yards like five yards away, and they weren't even bringing Eckler in, which I thought not even just per personally i thought that was just crazy because it it was stupid yeah it was stupid i think the main reason for that was he was coming off that injury but even 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 if he was not fully healthy it's important to bring him in on the most important situations and having the ball on the the one yard line when he just needs to knock it in eckler's the best chance to do that obviously josh kelly ended up fumbling so they hopefully they learned their lesson i mean the the chargers had many trips into the uh red zone and they just did not capitalize they went on went for it on fourth down, I think, twice and didn't get it. They would have won that. That's the thing, 2020 hindsight. I like the aggressive play calling. But when it doesn't work, like, the first time you would expect for them, like, they going into half, they could have just taken the field goal, but they decided to, to go a last-second yeah. shot. And that field goal was the difference of the game. Yeah. I mean, going being aggressive is good. Uh, until you reach a certain point, obviously, if they wouldn't have gone for it on some of those occasions, it would have been a totally different outcome. I get, you know, you're going up against this high-powered offense. You want to score as many points as possible. But, yeah, I mean, looking back on it, obviously, you can, you know, say he should have made this decision or whatnot. But I, I like being aggressive. Obviously, we've seen a lot of a lot of coaches, especially Connor Pease Ravens, being being ultra aggressive on, on certain situations. And obviously, it hasn't worked out in the majority of time. But um, you know, sometimes it, it pays off to be aggressive. Obviously, it didn't pay off in these situations. Uh, Kelsey finally had his iconic game of the year. While while I'm sitting in the consolation bracket, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm well. I'm just saying that. I mean, I know you have him in a, a another league, but yeah. Um, I, almost 200 receiving yards. I know I, I, he was due. I mean, he was due for that big of a game. So yeah. it was about time. Yeah, but. absolutely. I mean, Tyreek Hill had a game of game with of himself um, they were both due oh yeah they, they were both due for a big game they were definitely due um Mahomes did not look good in the first half no hell even the first three quarters and then he just flips the switch and just goes off he had that one play it was at like at the two yard line he just did not get a good grip oh on the God. ball the one to Nicole Hardman it looked like he was it looked like he was Daniel Jones out there oh whoa whoa <laughs> Maybe you could say that if he like were to trip, but uh, let's not let's not say like just arid throws into the ground, looking like he's spiking the ball. There were definitely there were a few throws by Mahomes. Um, I remember one to Kelsey that was really low, and Kelsey couldn't get a couldn't get his hands on it. There were a yeah. few um, misplaced balls by him, but um, I mean Herbert, he had a pretty good game. I thought he did. I mean, he's also he's the number two fantasy quarterback right now, which is unbelievable. So looking back on it, I know you were a little skeptical about taking him 
uh, when you did in the draft, but it, it looks like it's definitely uh, pay, paying off now. Yeah. Um, just looking at his game log, he he's only uh, like at the beginning of the season before his bye, he was on and off. I mean, it was 13, 14, 30, 21, 42, then 11, and then 13, back up to 31, then 12, then 34, then 19, 25, 24, 23. Like I, it, for me, it's just if you're getting me 23 to 25, uh, that's all I don't. I'll trade that off for a few, for a few thirty-point games, and exclude these, num these games in the teens. But I, I'm really happy with, with what he's done so far. Um, that, at the beginning of the season, that Herbert Eckler connection was really strong, and it just hasn't. Uh, I I think that his in, Eckler's injury may have done done something with it, but like receiving wise. It just has not been there the past few weeks. I mean, getting only four, four, and five targets. But before that, he was getting around seven to ten targets, seven to nine targets. So I would like to see that combina- that receiving combination come back. But with Eckler now having COVID, so maybe his it, some fatigue will be setting in, possibly, depending on how serious, um, serious the virus is for him. But... Also, a guy who did not show out. My guy, Patterson, just did not have a good week. No. It was very disappointing. Even when the Falcons do bad, usually Patterson ha- can just has himself a decent week. And it, it, it didn't it, – I'm a little skeptical now. I mean, I'm wondering if it's a little bit of wear and tear because obviously never in his career has he handled this big of a workload. Even, even though it's not like a, a huge workload, it's it's more than he's accustomed to dealing with. I mean, it was a tough matchup against the 49ers last week. I think he should have a much better game this week against the Lions. Um, I think I think he'll be happy with like, you know, 12 to 15 points. I, I, I thought exactly. at least at this point. Exactly. I mean, I just getting four last week is just not. You, for him, I just need him to be in the teens. That's right. it. Um, Hawkinson for my team went out, though. That hurts. You also, yeah, and then Pat Fryermuth, you have him in your lineup right now. He is questionable. He did um, suffer a concussion in the last game, but um, we'll have to see. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a lot of lot of changes as we get through the week just with COVID and, and other injuries. So you'll just have to you know stand your toes like always and, you know exactly hodgepodge a team together and see yeah, why what... not but it's going to be interesting cuz it's it's two really good semifinal matchups i think uh if we're looking at first Connor P and Lindsay's matchup i mean Lindsay is the favorite especially now with Connor P missing some key guys i think she will go on to advance um to the championship that's my prediction there just cuz she does have the best player in fantasy in Cooper Cup I think him alone is, is, is enough to, to carry her to the championship. And then looking at Eric and Connor Malloy's matchup, obviously a lot can change based off of COVID. And that, that's going to be key because I don't think at the moment, the only person that Connor has that has COVID right now is Brendan Cooks. Um, other than that, it's just going to be a matter of who's healthy, who's available. That That's going to be the biggest thing. I, I honestly, like, when... On paper, if you're if both teams are fully healthy, I still give the edge to you, Eric. Uh, but if 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 COVID you know plays a role in this game, it's gonna be a lot closer than I think we we all expected. Yeah. Um. Speaking of COVID, we have to talk about the NBA. I mean, it's just getting ravaged right now. Just player after player. Woj is just not even tweeting about trades. He's just t- tweeting about players going to sa- health and safety protocols. Uh, I. I think oh, I know over a hundred players have now entered COVID protocols. It's just, um, and games have started to be be uh, postponed and canceled just because of that. I mean, you're just seeing teams pick up just high flyers right now, just guys that were free agents and are on this the hardship deal. Like a Deuce McBride, deal. you know. Whoa, no, no, no. He he's on the team because he deserves to be on the team, not because of any any uh, COVID or anything like that. But uh, the real question is, do they should they just suspend the season and just just cut it off and spend the season for let's say three weeks or a month maybe, and just um, I mean, 
Damian Lee yeah. for Washington just went into uh, protocol. And I mean, it's just tweet after tweet. Reggie Jackson, Luka Donich is now in uh, health and safety protocols. So, and Trey Burks, I mean, it just keeps going on and on and on. So, so should the NBA season just be suspended for three weeks just to get a control of it, just to stop the spread of COVID in, in the league, or should they just continue just going through it and stuff like that? I mean, I, I, we saw in the NHL how they've, how they've now postponed their season for a couple weeks. Um, I think it, it's definitely an option for the NBA. I think in the end, a, a lot of it, uh, on everyone's mind, the NBA's mind is it's the it's the business side of things. You're going to be losing a lot of money in a lot of these games. Um, play, players are going to obviously be losing out on money. And the only thing I will say is is if you keep if you keep playing and guys keep you know going out of the line because of COVID, it's going to you know lessen the the competition out there. You're going to have teams that are you know highly uh, mismatched, and it's just it's not going to be as competitive as we all wanted to see. I'm I'm not opposed to the NBA postponing for a couple of weeks, but my only my only concern about doing that is I don't know if it'll necessarily make a difference. I think we we are now in the winter months, and um this this new you know this new variant of the coronavirus is it's going to be it's going to be here for for the near future. I don't think it's going to go anywhere, even if even if we were to stop the season for a few weeks. So while it's definitely an option, I don't I don't think it's necessarily the direction the NBA should go in. Yeah, it's just oh, man. The, the if you to consider also the another side of the business side of it is if I mean now Trey Young was in was out for a little bit. I think he's supposed to be coming back soon. But now, Lu- but now Luca is um he's he's out. So, at what point? Does the product not is like just is not good? Like if these superstars are now being affected and having to go into health and safety protocols, then the product you're putting out there is just not not good quality. If you're signing these guys from the G League to replace these super superstars that people go to watch, right? I mean the thing is, yeah. I mean the thing is, obviously having some of these superstars in and out of the lineup is not great for the the league in general. Especially, yeah, if people are paying big money, you know, to have these these nice seats, uh, like courtside or whatever, close close up to the the game, and you you know the player you're going to see is not on the lineup. Yeah, it, it's definitely it's not ideal. Um, but the problem is also with postponing games. Obviously, there will be less number of games completed, and it it could affect the you know, the balance of, you know, who's who's in and who's out of eventually the playoff picture, because, you know, every game does count. Um, I, I just yeah, it's it's definitely it definitely a competitive issue. If, if we keep playing um, games are going to be, you know, there's going to be mismatches and it, it's not going to be as exciting basketball as, as you know, when everyone's healthy. But um, even if we don't postpone and it gets a little better, there's still going to be guys missing. And that's just not something we're going to be able to overcome. Uh, for who, for how long, who's, who knows when. Yeah. I, yeah. It's tough because it may, I, I don't think it'll stop the spread. If you just suspend it for a month, I don't, it, I don't think it will because we'll still be in, in the winter months, but right. it may be a nice reset. Like it'll get everyone back and ready to go instead of these teams, the GMs uh, and just the, just the execs on these teams having to go out and look for these players very like quickly to fi- find uh, players to sign to a hardship deal. Um, just to, I mean, teams are now playing only. I know the Knicks; they can only really play eight guys, and two of the guys coming off the bench are is a center and a forward. So it's it's take it's gonna take a toll on these guards because um, yeah. so. The teams are playing around now only eight guys compared to sometimes up to ten guys. So you're you're there's two less guys taking minutes from uh, the starters, and so it it could have a lasting effect on the quality of play if if this continues on, and um and teams are only able to play eight seven to eight guys. I mean it 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 would be it would be rough long term for these starters. I mean with the Knicks. In general, Tibbs loves to play him forty plus minutes a night, so they're already fatigued as it is. Right. Now, 
add an extra three minutes to their play time to get them near 45 minutes, it's 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 concerning in that sense that it could actually have a longer longer term effect for the guys that aren't being affected by COVID. I'm I'm interested to see uh, how this works out with the NHL because obviously they are they are doing a similar you know, thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it obviously you can't throw it out of the window. I think the I think all these sports leagues want to try and avoiding postponing games as as much as possible, just because obviously back back in 2020, no one really knew what was going on. That's why we had to go to you know postpone seasons and stuff like that. But now that we have more knowledge of, of what's going on. I think I, I don't like either way. I think I think the NBA knows enough information now that they'll be able to make an informed decision. I think we both trust, you know, Adam Silver enough oh, to, yeah. to make that right decision. And, you know, whatever, whatever happens, I'm sure it will be be the best thing for for the game and, and the fans as well. Oh, yeah. so. He's the best league commissioner of, of Definitely. the four it's major not, it's sports. Not close. It's, it's not, not close. It's not even close. I mean, he does not even have a contender in the ring. He's just standalone in that. But yes. now I let's get. Into the picks. I'm coming back. I'm having a successful week. I'm going 500 and above, hopefully. No longer muddling around in the 500 range. I'm a, or below 500 range. I just, it's just hitting the five 500s, actually. Actually, I need to get... I need to go 10 and 6 to get back to 500. You need to go 16 and 0 to have a chance, Eric. <laughs> Maybe in their other record keeping and overall yeah i gotta yeah. i gotta get hot hot and and you you have to get like extremely cold yeah which i just don't see see happening but it was fun it was next year it was fun last week though we almost had pretty we pretty much had a full week of football excluding yeah. excluding wednesday and friday yeah exactly it's awesome <laughs> And this week we have a game, obviously tonight, we're recording on Thursday, as well as two games Christmas Day on Saturday, oh, and obviously, yes. obviously Sunday as well. And who knows, you might see another game on Tuesday as well, because things things are fluid in the, in the NFL right now. So. Exactly. So Thursday night, tonight when we're recording, it is the 49ers going over to Tennessee to face the Titans, in which the 49ers are three-point road favorites. How are we feeling? Uh, I, and again, I continue to say it on this podcast. Obviously, I don't want the 49ers to keep winning, but they, they are they're a very good team. And I have to, you know, uh, you know, be honest about that. And they've they've looked good. Uh but the Titans, they're just they're just not the same team without Derrick Henry. I mean, they're they're, they're nine and five. Uh they're coming off a, a loss to the Steelers. Uh obviously the 49ers do have to travel across the country to Tennessee, but I do think the 49ers win this game and cover the spread. I think they're just they're more balanced on both sides of the ball and they just have a lot more weapons to to use at the moment. I would have to agree. I I do think that the 49ers will cover, so I have to go and pick the Titans to upset. Um or I could Yeah, I'll just go the 49ers are not going to cover the spread. So I'll I give myself room for error. All right, they can win okay. by two. I don't care if they want to do that. That's fine. Um, so my for the Chris for the holiday theme. All right, instead of asks, let's do gifts. Okay, like presents you would like to receive from this game. You, okay. you get it. You kind of get it. Yeah. It's the same thing as yeah. asked, but we're, we're changing the terminology. Um, for this game. I would like to see Ryan Tannehill steadily win this game off of his performance. Is Julio supposed to come back? I don't believe so. Uh, he's been, you know, dealing with injury issues all year. I don't think he's supposed to play. I could be wrong, but um, I think AJ Brown might be coming back. I would love to see that. Actually, that's my that's my gift. That that yeah. I would love Santa to send me that. Um, is uh, <laughs> to have uh, AJ Brown come back from injury reserve, and because Tannehill, I mean Tannehill's having a little rough. His receiving core is not the highest quality. I would have to say having uh, AJ back uh, would probably help a lot. Yeah, I think I think for me, 
obviously a nice, nice uh, Christmas present for me would be for the 49ers to lose just so I mean, they're eight and six right now. Their, their pick isn't going to get much better. I mean, at this point, um, it would be an, it would be a nice, uh, nice present to, to wake up uh, fr- Friday morning and uh, Saturday morning. Well, Saturday morning. Yeah, <laughs> you're not 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 uh, not used to uh, these, these days. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So Saturday games now. All right. Pretty good games, uh, the night game especially. All right, that's a that's a good game after all your uh, holiday activities to uh, sit down, relax, and uh, turn on the TV and watch it. But first, the Saturday afternoon game is the Browns are going up to Green Bay to face the Packers. Green Bay's are is now the number one overall seed in the NFC. How are we feeling about that before we get to the picks? Yeah, I mean, I think. While it's it's not a big gap between them and you know I mean it's it's tough now with the Bucks because obviously they're dealing with injuries but I think the Packers are clearly the best team now in the NFC. I mean obviously they they almost lost to the Ravens last week a, a an injured Ravens team. Their 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 defense just did not not look great but I mean I have all the faith in the world in Aaron Rodgers and especially if this is his last year in Green Bay he's going to do all it ta- all he can to get to a Super Bowl so. They're definitely deserving of that top seed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Green Bay is favored by seven and a half at home. For me, I'm gonna say that they that I believe that they will indeed cover. So I'll just sit. I'm gonna go that they won't. I'm going against the spread. I'm saying that they're not against the cover. They're they're not gonna cover. They they if they want to win by a touchdown, that's fine. That's fine, man. That's fine. I think uh, I don't. I don't think the Browns are really a good team. Uh, well, I don't think the Packers are just going to blow them out because I mean, based off of last week, their defense is really not not as great as maybe we initially expected. I think the Packers will though cover and probably probably win by around ten points. Ten points. The present I would like to receive under the Christmas tree on Saturday. Um, if I. COVID kind of rampages through my my team and which like Tyreek or Eckler will be out. I would love to see um, Jarvis Landry have a very good performance on Christmas Day. Okay. Um, for me, not not really much that I, I need from this game, not or what I want. I mean, if I do if I were to pick a, a nice um present from this game. I just want the Brown, you know, obviously Baker Mayfield. We'll see what happens if he plays in this game because he is on the COVID list. But if he can, you know, put together a, a solid outing and maybe pull off the upset against this Packers team, because obviously the 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 AFC North right now is very close. So yes. one 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 win for the Browns and another loss by another team. They, they're back. They're right back in the race. So um, obviously the Browns were a lot of people's early season pick to make the Super Bowl. That's, you know. Very, very wrong at the moment just because they have not been but as uh, expected. But, yeah, it would be nice to they're see the Browns, the, the Browns potentially on. pull off an upset. So. They're the Browns. Of course, they're going to – won't exceed. they'll yeah. perform lower than expectations. But the Saturday night game, this is a good game. Hopefully this is a good game from both teams' sides. I'll say this right now. My, my, my present that I would like to see – is that this be an actually good game because it is the Colts heading to Arizona to face the Cardinals who just, I mean, I wouldn't even say threw up a dud. I mean, they just, they didn't even show up to the game. I mean, I don't think their air, their, uh, their flight dropped them off in Detroit last week. There's no chance they, they studied it all leading up to that game because they just thought they were going to be able to walk in there, have, have an easy win, and leave because against they my, just did not. Against my Lions. Come on. Against, against your I Lions. I prepare my Lions. Probably, probably, probably your favorite team right now based <laughs> off of how the, the Giants have been playing. But uh, It's up yeah. for debate. <laughs> <laughs> um, Arizona is a point favorite. A point favorite. If they didn't lose that – if they didn't just – not even show up to the game last week and get blown out by the Lions, the one-land Lions at the time, I think they would probably maybe be a four-point to five-point favorite. But since they just got just decimated, I I think the Colts are going to win this game. So I'm going to have to go with Arizona to cover. 
Oh, this is tough because I, I it's so hard for me to see the Cardinals lose three straight. But I mean, the Col- the Colts are a better team. I think at this point in the season, they just look a lot, lot more balanced. And the Cardinals have struggled, and now they they won't have DeAndre Hopkins for the remainder of the regular season. They have Zach. Ertz. Oh, this is this is tough because I. Again, obviously, it's in Arizona, and it's definitely a game the Cardinals will could pull out. And obviously, they're, they're hungry to, to get back to, on the right track. But I, I got to stick with the Colts here. I, they, they are the better team, so I, I like them to win in this one. What is your what present would you like to receive um, from this game? Uh, so, obviously, I'm not in, not in the playoffs anymore in the podcast league. But in another league, I do have uh, Michael Pittman Jr., and he has uh, been struggling the past several weeks. He got, you know, ejected from the game, which was, you know, complete bs because he didn't in my opinion do really anything wrong it was sort of instigated by the patriots but i want a night i want a huge game from Pittman in this one um he, he's definitely due and i think uh, this game it's going to be a, a relatively a high scoring game i think i don't i, mean, I don't think the colts defense is necessarily going to be able to stop the, the cardinals but i think that both teams will be able to put up a decent amount of points and i think i would hope i hope that michael Pittman is the recipient of, of the, those points yeah so. Going on to Sunday, the Giants are going to Philly to face the Eagles, who are now in, back in the playoff conversation. I mean, they look really good. Um, Dallas Goddard looks like the top tight end in fantasy right now. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, but, but the Eagles are back in the playoff conversation. Do you think they're going to make the playoffs? I do think they're going to make the playoffs. I think that, I mean, I was, I was watching um, on a show on ESPN this morning. If they do win out, they have a 96% chance of making the playoffs. And, and their remaining schedule is, is very respectable. Obviously that they, they play the giants this week. I mean, you know, uh, they play, they, they play Washington uh, next week and then they finish off the season uh, against the Cowboys. The Cowboys may not have anything to play for in that game. If they have the division secured and they have nowhere to move, among the NFC. I think all three of those games are very winnable. Uh, Jalen Hurts has been playing a lot better um, this season. And I think the, out of, out of all those teams in, in the, you know, the seven through the nine spots in the NFC, I think the, the Eagles are the, the best team uh, among that bunch. And I think they do make the playoffs. All right. Well, at home, they're nine and a half point favorites. Now this is a divisional game. Divisional games usually get yucky and it kind of gets sick. So, is nine and a half a little too much, or is it just the right amount, or is it like that's too much leeway? Give me the over. Oh, I, I think it's too much. I mean, the the Eagles struggled with the same Giants team several weeks back. The, the Giants beat them thirteen to seven. Um, it's definitely possible that the Eagles just just blow them out, but I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that the Eagles beat them by ten. I I think it's gonna be a, a very close game, probably maybe a field goal difference maybe four points but um so i'll say the eagles do not cover in this one i'm gonna i believe that the eagles will not cover so give me the eagles to cover this um i wouldn't be surprised if they were to cover this with uh but hey you know also jake Fromm, baby he's coming if he does not start that's absurd did you know all right mike glennon had, I believe, 93 passing yards through three quarters against Dallas. He had nine drives total. Jake Fromm had one drive and totaled 82 yards to- of passing. I really don't understand why Mike Lennon keeps getting It's not only with the Giants, but in the NFL in general. He's just, he's not, he's not a good quarterback. He's I not. Mean. Let's start from, come on, let's go. Why, why not, why not give the younger guy a chance to, you know, potentially prove that Maybe he could be the option over over Daniel Jones because I don't I don't think Daniel Jones is the option. You know he may be a stopgap from here on out until until maybe until Tyrod gets here. I'd love to have yeah. Tyrod or um Huntley from the Ravens. Huntley, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, he's he looks like Lamar. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's someone like. There's probably more. I was reading a tweet. There's probably more quarterbacks like Huntley out there. Like Huntley went undrafted. He was even um, cut from the Ravens practice squad several times, and then ultimately he was given the chance for that back role behind Lamar Jackson. But enough of giving forty-year-old Mike Lennon, however old he is, you know, more and more chances. Let's you know, let's let's look around the league for you know Jake Fromm type of guys and give give them chances to prove that they belong in the league. 
Um, my president, I would love to continue to see Dallas Goddard be a become a. I want to see him become a top five tight end. That would be so. That would be ecstatic to see that on uh, as a present for me. Yeah, I like that. Uh, for me, uh, from I just want Jalen Hurts to continue to ball out. Obviously, he is a, a member of some of my fantasy team, so it'd be nice for him to come through um, when when I need him most. So definitely, and to bounce back from the the previous game he had against the Giants, that that would be very nice. The next game is the Lions are going down to Atlanta to face the Falcons. Falcons are favored by five and a half at home. What are we doing? Dude, they just don't respect the Lions, man. They just beat the Cardinals, who were the number one seed before going into last week. What are we doing here? Dan Campbell knows how to coach the team. Is D. Swift coming back? Yeah, so he, he practiced uh, yesterday, obviously, so so rest of the week of practice to see if he'll be in this game i that's my present i hope he comes back and and plays in this game and and falls out it's a, it's a nice matchup against the falcons but um uh it would be nice to see the Lions win another game but as much as i i don't think the falcons are a good team at all we, the Lions might not have their starting quarterback because jared goff is is dealing with covid right now they may not have swift at all either um so can, i'll take i'll take the falcons to to cover the five and a half spread in this one um, I think that the Falcons will cover, so just give me not to cover. I always, I always go with my lines. Going against your, yeah, I know, but technically you, you don't think the lines are going to win, I guess, then. Yeah, but come on. For the spread, when I do the pickums on Instagram, I always, pick, I, I always pick the lines. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need to win once, but then I'll start picking the lines. The next game is a huge. Is that is it the game of the week? Well, you got well, you got Bills Patriots too. Um, yeah. Okay. So, this is like the afternoon. Oh my God! Both of these are in our one o'clock games. What is the NFL doing? Flex a little. Come on. Well, no, I think I. Uh, yeah. I mean, definitely they definitely got the Monday night game right. That was that was spot on on their part. Uh, but I don't think that could be moved. But yeah, the, I. I, I would have liked to see something other than Washington and Dallas on Sunday night. I don't think that's going to be necessarily a great game, but yeah, I want to move it to the four o'clock games. Damn, but yeah, that's interesting that they have both of them in the one o'clock slate. That's very uh, that's, interesting. I mean, they're both on CBS. Yeah, I'm assuming the Romo Nance crew has the Bills Patriots game. I would assume which game? Which game do you think is going to be nationally televised and not regional? I, I would assume the Bills Patriots game. I would too. I def I would too. But we before we get to that, we're talking about the Ravens versus Bengals. Bengals are favored by three. What are you doing? What, uh, what what are we doing with this? So so last time um, these two teams faced off, the Bengals um, came up came out from under and beat the Ravens in an upset. And I I got obviously nailed that pick. And you know, Connor P never heard the end of that one, but. You know what? I'm I'm gonna say that the Ravens pull off the upset in this one. This is my upset pick of the wow. week. Um, even if Lamar Jackson doesn't play, I think Tyler Huntley is is just as good. If you know, potentially not good enough to to beat this Bengals team. Um, I think the Ravens are out for revenge, and obviously they have you know every possible injury on their whole team. But if there's a game that the Ravens want to win, especially after losing a a heartbreaker to the Packers last week, they lost to the Steelers several weeks back. They lost to the Browns. The Ravens need a win, and if they want to have a chance at the playoffs, this is a game they have to win. So give give me the Ravens and an upset here. I think the rate. I think the Bengals will not cover. So give me to co- let me see those Bengals cover my ass. Um, my not my ass. My present I would like to receive is Lamar. Let's come on. I mean, the league I have you in. I'm out. I'm in the constellation, but I still. I like to get at least fourth place in that league. Um, so please show out the what? Do you have a present? Um, I I want to see I want to see Tyler Huntley play again and, and ball out because I I honestly believe that he might be a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. I mean, Ooh. he is a, he's more of a quarterback anyways because he was actually throwing the ball in the in the general area of his his receivers. But um, him him and Mark Andrews, by the way, have that have a nice connection. So I want to see more of that. The next game is Rams going to Minnesota to face the Vikings. Rams are three-point road favorites. 
I believe that the Rams, this is very odd. The field this is very, very low. So low. I don't know what Vegas sees that, that the general public doesn't see. Um, I think the Rams will cover. So give me, give, I, I guess I'll use my upset uh, pick of the week on the Vikings here. Okay. I mean, okay. the spread's so low, I might as well use it. Obviously, yeah. Vegas thinks that there's upset potential here. I, I don't I don't really see it. It's, it's weird. I don't know I why know. The, the spread is so low here. I mean, obviously, the Rams were dealing with COVID issues, but a lot of those guys have returned to the field. Um, I think the Rams will, will win this game easily by, you know, two touchdowns, potentially. Um, I think I think we're looking at also a, a Rams-Packers NFC Championship game at the moment. I would so. be very I would enjoy that very much. That would be I would love to see that. Um my present I would like to see is uh Justin Jefferson. Get oh man, he is get he he he's getting hot. He he's is. a late bloomer in the fantasy season, so uh keep blooming, my man. Keep blooming. Um my my present that I would like to receive in this game is I want Sony Michelle to continue to receive the the bulk of the work in this this Rams backfield. I think Daryl Henderson, you know, while he's while he's a good player, I think Sony Michelle adds a, a different dimension, and I think it's it's rightfully he's rightfully warranted a, a bigger role in this Rams offense. Now on to the actual game of the week. Um, even though it's not considered the game of the week for some reason. Bills are going to New England to look for revenge against the Patriots. Patriots are two and a half point home favorites. I think that the Bills will win this game. I think it is going to make the AFC East very interesting. Even if the Dolphins win on Monday night, they're only a game and a half game back. So I think the Bills win. So give me New England to cover. I mean, for, for the Dolphins' sake, it's better for the Bills to win this game because potentially if the Patriots and Dolphins are tied going into Week 18, the Dolphins and Patriots could face off, and the Dolphins, if they win that game, they would have the tiebreaker over the Patriots. Potentially the Patriots could get knocked out of the playoffs. Highly, obviously unlikely at this point in the season. I, As much as it pains me to say this, I do think, though, the Patriots are going to win this game. I don't think they lose back-to-back games. I mean... After Mac Jones got off to a, a horrendous start early on in that Colts game, he, he kind of figured things out as the game went on. I think I think they're they're hungry for a win in this one, and they and they want to show that the the AFC East is is theirs once again. Unfortunately, <laughs> my present I would like to see is um, will the Bills to win? Uh, I would I love to see this go down the home stretch with uh, two weeks left. Uh, if the Bills win, then it's it, it gets it gets tight. This is where uh. Pressure makes diamonds, and let's see who's a diamond out of that division. I want that same present too, so I want you to send that same one over to me because <laughs> I, I would I would really appreciate that as well. All right, now the toilet bowl game of the week: the Jags are facing off against the Jets at MetLife. The line is even. This is a pick me game. Both okay. teams are so bad. Vegas doesn't doesn't have a clue who's going to win this game. And this has this actually has some implications though with the with the draft order. So this it does mean something for someone out there. <laughs> um, see, this is tough for my strategy. I mean, I guess I'll go with who I think's gonna win. I think the Jaguars gonna win. So give me the Jets to win. I think the Jaguars are gonna win. Um, I think that they find a way to finally get that first win since uh, Urban Meyer, you know, has been has been fired. I mean, I think both teams are, you know, they're not good at all, obviously, but give give me the uh, Jaguars to win this game. All right. My ask, I love, ooh, this is a rookie uh, face-off here. It, yes. I'd like to see them the, show the top, The top two picks. Yeah. i like to see that. i like to see them show out. Yeah, and they end up probably being the, the worst two quarterbacks in this class is looking at, at the moment, anyways. Trey Lance is going to be the best. I guess so. Well, it's, well, it's yet to, it's you to know, see. You know, he but... hasn't shown that he's bad. Yeah, That's he, true. He hasn't shown he's like good yet, but he hasn't shown he's bad. That's true. <laughs> Very true. Um, 
The next game is the Bucks, who got surprisingly upset by the Saints last week, going to Carolina to face the Panthers. Bucks are 10-point road favorites, and this is a divisional game to add on top of that. Vegas thinks the Bucks are coming out to beat the shit out of the Panthers. I think they will. I think I think they just they still have enough weapons to get the job done. Obviously, losing Chris Godwin is it's a big, big, big loss for sure. Mike Evans might not go in this game, but Antonio Brown is back amid all the you know scandalous stuff he has been involved in uh, over, over the past several months. But he is expected to be back as well as uh, Ronald Jones will be assuming the, the RB one role now in Tampa. But Whoa, let's I not think discount pl- Le'Veon Bell here. Le'Veon Bell as well. Yeah, that's right. They they're you know they they got the <laughs> two of the Pittsburgh Steelers back back together reunited in in Tampa Bay. So we'll see how that goes. See if there's, see if there's any drama. But uh, I think I think I, the Panthers aren't good. I think the Buccaneers have a good enough defense to prevent Cam Newton uh, from scoring any points, and they're going to force some turnovers as well. And I think Tom, Tom Brady Tom Brady wants to win this game badly. So you know you know what that means. Um, I do think the Bucks will cover, so give me give them give me them not covering this game. My present I would like to see is Tom Brady uh, have a four TD game because I think you're. I would consider Aaron Rodgers the front runner for the MVP, but if you have a really good game this week, I think I would consider you to go back I, ahead. See, I I I don't. This this might be the year where a quarterback doesn't win the MVP Thinking because Jonathan. A, yeah, because a quarter like. Obviously, it's, it's the quarterback's award, but there haven't. I mean, obviously, Aaron Rodgers has been great. Tom Brady has been great for the most part as well, but they haven't had like MVP type performances, is in my opinion. And and Jonathan Taylor is is you know breaking records. His his numbers are comparable to Adrian Peterson's uh, MVP season back way back when. Um, I well, we'll see how the the last couple of weeks of the season goes, but I think. Jonathan Taylor definitely deserves some more recognition uh, for the MVP race. Absolutely. Even even someone like Cooper Cup. Obviously, it's going to be even harder for a wide receiver to win, but, you know. I mean, his, his is insane. Absolutely yeah. insane. But the, uh, the next game is the Chargers going to Texas to face the Texans. Chargers are also 10-point road favorites. Um, I think the Chargers will cover, so give me them not to cover. Um, for for me, obviously, even if even if someone like Austin Eckler doesn't play in this game, I think they have a good enough team uh, around them to um, be able to cover in this game. The, the Texans have have played a lot better since Davis Mills took over for whoever. Tyrod Taylor, whatever he was doing out there, Whoa. so that was, that, was, that was the right decision that there. That's not but, uh, whatever he was doing. Come on now. <laughs> however, I mean, I I wouldn't be honest. I wouldn't be surprised though if if the Chargers did not cover in this game, just because they have been inconsistent at times. Um, but so and the Texans defense hasn't been that bad at all this year. But I I still think the the Chargers will be able to cover in this game. All right. All right, my ass, my my present, sorry, the present. I would like to see Eckler play, please. And I would like to see that Herbert-Eckler connection. I need Eckler to play just as bad as you. I have him, I have him in three of my leagues, and through all three of those leagues, I am in the, the semifinals, so I, I would really appreciate if he played. <laughs> Obviously, health is important, but wanted to play too. Uh, the Bears are going to the Seahawks in which the Seahawks have their first ever losing season with Russell Wilson at the helm. That's 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 crazy. I think and yeah. he's been he's been there for 10 years. Um so that that's that's crazy to hear. But Seahawks are favored by six and a half at home. I think that the Seahawks will not cover. They may win. They're not gonna cover, so give me them to cover. Yeah, I picked the Bears to win last week. I don't think I'm ever picking the Bears again to you win. Just, on the like, train. just like I, Eric, it's just not worth my time. I was feeling good about a potential upset, but that obviously did not work out. I think though the Bear, uh, the Seahawks do cover it in this game. Ooh. Um, the Bears just are struggling on offense, and they're they're missing a good good amount of people in their secondary. I think obviously Russell Wilson did not look great against the Rams. He underthrew a couple balls to DK Metcalf. I think with Tyler Lockett hopefully coming back, what a player, by the way, that guy is. Hopefully he's healthy and ready to go. I think that the Seahawks cover oh and gosh. win this game. All right. Um, my present 
It's a late present. I like to see uh, Russell Wilson on the Giants this offseason. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I want to. I want to see Russell Wilson somewhere else too. I don't. For some reason, he he's saying that the Giants are a spot he's looking at, but I don't. I don't know why. I mean, come he, on. I honestly though, that'd be that'd be good for someone like Kenny Galladay. Honestly, it would. He, he needs, and Tooney. Yeah. yeah. True. Oh yes, and, and obviously Saquon as well. Oh, if, if he's still there, obviously. Yeah, maybe we have to trade. I wouldn't mind trading Saquon for Russell. <laughs> I'll give that I mean, up we, and some seen, picks. Yeah, we've seen similar trades in the NFL, but uh, I think my my present in this game, I would love for for Tyler Lockett obviously to play. Obviously, he missed this last game because of COVID. Uh, it helped my chances a lot in in my uh, one of my fantasy leagues. So, um, next game. Is Steelers going to the Chiefs? Chiefs are seven and a half point favorites. The Steelers are kind of, kind of playing well. Kind yeah. of, they're kind of playing well. Um, I do though think the Chiefs are hot right now. They reclaim the number one seed in the AFC, so I think the Chiefs will cover. So I'm saying that they are just going to win by a touchdown. Yeah, I think the Chiefs don't have a problem covering in this game. Their defense, after you know all the you know criticism they get for their defense not being able to perform on a week-to-week basis, has been great. Obviously, it did not show out uh, last week against the Chargers, but I think the Chiefs are going to run the table the rest of the way. I think they're going to finish thirteen and four, grab that number one seed, and once again be be the team to beat in the AFC. Um, my present, I would like to see T.J. Watt have like two sacks in this game. Because he's, I think he's at 17. I would love to see him hit that 20 mark, get close to Michael Strahan's uh, sack record, season single, single season sack record. Um, maybe flirt with it a little. So that that's my present. That would be really cool to see. And if um, if he has like three sacks here and he's at 20 with two more weeks to go, he should be like top five in MVP. Definitely, definitely. I think for me, a president I would like to see if Tyreek Hill goes in this game, uh, him and him and Deontay Johnson going back and forth, um, producing on, on each drive and both having uh, huge days in this one. I think it's very possible. And I think uh, be, it'd be very nice to see them go back and forth, maybe maybe a touchdown or two and uh, big, big does, games for both of them. Does Michael Strahan still hold the single season sack record or is it Aaron Donald? I, it might be Aaron Donald. I could double check. Um... Because I know Strahan had it. He did have it. Uh, let's see. It is. No, it's still Michael Strahan with okay. 22 and a half. I knew it was 22 and a half. Yeah. I knew Michael Strahan's was 22 and a half. I feel yeah. like Aaron Donald was very close to that a few years ago. He was. Uh, let's see here. Um, Aaron Donald was at 20 and a half okay. in 2018. Yes. All right. Yeah. I remember seeing seeing that. Yeah. That would be my ask. Um, TJ Watt, keep going off. Keep getting those strip sacks, too. Um, next game is Broncos at Raiders. This line's even, too. Both teams are 7-7 seven and seven trying to fight for a, a, a playoff spot here. They're not out of it yet. The Broncos keep winning. I mean, they keep surviving. And the Raiders had a big win in Cleveland. Um Give me, I think the Ravens will win, so give me the Broncos to win. I think the Broncos will win. I think Great. with with their with their defense, I I just think they will um, be able to to pull out a victory in this one. It'll be a very low scoring game. Obviously, uh, Teddy Bridgewater won't be starting this game, but I think Drew Locke will have a a very nice game and maybe you know start uh, getting those weapons utilized a little bit more often. So. Uh, Hunter, my present, uh, Hunter Renfro, please. That's it. Just do your thing, kid. Just do your get the get those receptions. Get those ten receptions for sixty three yards and a TD. <laughs> um, I wanna I wanna see another big game from Javante Williams. I think he's he's rightfully warranted uh to be a a very early round draft pick next year in fantasy leagues. I think especially in dynasty leagues, he he's a very good player. And once Melvin Gordon leaves Denver, Javante Williams will definitely be the guy. So. Sunday night football, a NFC East. Matchup Washington just got upsetted by the Eagles. And they go down to Dallas to face the Cowboys, who I believe if they win this game, they clinch the division. 
Yeah, that is that is definitely true. Um, Taylor Heineke just cleared uh, the COVID oh, protocol, so that he, changes the he, whole landscape. He of my should pick. be back in this game. Uh, well, t- ten and a half spreads a lot for a Cowboys team that has not looked great as of late. Um, I'm gonna say that the Cowboys win this game, but do not cover. Taylor Heineke gives Dak Prescott a run for his money. Oh, of course he does. Um, now that I know Heineke, are you gonna go four weeks in a row picking Washington? To win, <laughs> not this game, no. Um, but maybe the cut, co- maybe to break the cover. Um, ooh, with Heineke in the game now, ten and a half. I do think, I think Dallas will not cover, so give me to cover. Okay. My, oh my, my present is Heineke. Heineke, come back, baby. Let's let's show let's show everyone what they've been missing. Um, my my present in this one, uh, I'm going up against Dak Prescott in a lot of leagues, so obviously I don't want him to have a a good game. So obviously I I still want the Cowboys. I think they're still going to win regardless of how Dak plays, just because of how good that defense has been. But I don't. I want Dak to um not have a great game. All right, Monday night. Game of the week right here. Questionable maybe for just Dolphins fans. Uh, Dolphins are going to New Orleans to face the Saints, who just pulled an upset in Tampa Bay. Let's see if they beat the other Florida team now. New Orleans is favored by three at home in the Superdome. I mean, that's a tough place to play, man. It's a tough place to play. It's been a while since we've had a Monday night football game, and it's you know it's it's good to be back back on primetime television to showcase how good of a passer that Tua Tagovailoa um, really time is. Time out, time out. Last what, week what? I picked him up as a streamline stream, uh, streaming option yeah. for my other fantasy league. He's projected twenty points. He drops thirteen with two interceptions against the Jets. Man, what's he, up? With yeah, that? those those two interceptions were were not not great decisions on his part. But we have to look at some positives. He had some. Absolute dimes to Devonte Bark, Devonte Parker, third in the bucket a couple times, and it's a lot, lot of those go unnoticed because a, a lot, a lot of us tend to focus on the negatives. And obviously, those interceptions are, are were not great throws. But Tua Tagovailoa still leads the NFL in completion percentage, and he is becoming one of the more accurate passers. And by the way, in the last um, six games, there have only been two quarterbacks to win all of those uh, games: Patrick Mahomes and Tua Tagovailoa. Both teams are, are hot right now, and both quarterbacks are, are leading the way. For All these right, teams. how about we say your defense is hot right now? Let's say that. Defense is hot, but we, we have to give credit where credit's due, and Tua, Tua's getting the job done. He trucked um, someone on the I Jets. I don't, I, don't see Dan, I don't see Daniel Jones doing that. Whoa, um, whoa. I don't, whoa. I, don't see, I don't see more than he half of the quarterbacks. He doesn't need to. He jukes them out, breaks some ankles. I, I don't see, I don't see more than half of the quarterbacks when we do that in the NFL. Tua, Tua's the, the guy here. We don't need Deshaun Watson. We don't need Aaron oh. Rodgers. I'm totally fine with Tua Tagovailoa as long as we get to keep our draft capital. By the way, talking about this game, I do think the Dolphins will win this game. We do need to win out to have a chance at the playoffs. I'm hoping when I go to the Dolphins-Patriots game week 18, that'll be a clinching playoff clinching scenario, which will be fun to see. But um, I think well, obviously Tua has been good, but yeah, the defense has been hot as well ever since whatever, whatever that was early on in the season. I, I have no idea what was going on, but um, I think Taysom Hill is very um, turnover prone. I think the Dolphins force him to make some turnovers, and I think we go into New Orleans and pick up a win. I think that I think that the Dolphins will win. So give me New Orleans to cover. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. So that was uh, oh 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 wait yeah I, wait. I need a, I need a gift. I need, you I need a get. You need one. a big gift here. Yeah, obviously, obviously, when it is the the biggest gift, but I need I want, but obviously, I know I know what your gift is most likely going to be. So I'm going to say that I want uh, Duke Johnson Jr. to continue to be involved in this one. Whoa! Um, Whoa! He, what he, happened he just, to the free Gaskin train? Yeah, I mean, apparently, apparently, Gaskin. I, actually, no, I I love Gaskin and everything, but Duke Johnson's just a, it's a better story. Uh, he has been totally <laughs> underutilized his whole career, and he's finally getting the opportunity. And he had 20 plus carries, and obviously it was against the Jets, so that that's you know takes off a little bit of the, the shine off of that one. But I I want Duke Johnson to continue to be involved, and he's he's a Miami kid, and I want him to continue to uh, produce him. So. Obviously, my present is Jalen Waddle return, my man. COVID puts you on the bench. 
get off the bench, become Tua's top target, in which that's why Tua succeeds is because of Jalen Waddle. Um, I w- I just I would love to see targets go to go Waddle's way in this matchup. But that was um that was our picks and those were our gifts, guys. We uh, hope you enjoyed episode thirty four of the It's Game Time podcast, the Walter Payton episode. Yes. Uh, Jay, you got anything else to say? No. Uh, happy holidays to everyone out there. Uh, we hope you enjoyed not only time with your your family and friends, but enjoy this you know upcoming slate of a lot lot of football. I can be on, and yep. obviously a lot of lot of big games on the way. So hopefully everyone enjoys all of this the next couple of days. All right, peace out, y'all.